Welcome to another podcast episode of Haystack Nation. We want to thank you all for joining us. And uh, we have a little confession to make. Just about uh, about three minutes ago, we were all into a uh, conversation here and got this podcast rolling. And I happened to look down at the board and see that the record button was not hit. So we just had a whole conversation for like nothing. <laughs> Dwayne, that's what you're here for. We're supposed to be monitoring things, you know? Yeah. Be looking out for my mistakes. We even had, like, funny jokes and everything. I mean, it was great. (laughs) It's all good. We'll get back on track. Yeah, we'll get back on track. Let's see. Where did we leave off? We were were making such great points. Well, first of all, before we say anything about jokes or having any fun or anything, we have three amazing guests with us today. We have uh, two actually in-house in studio at Haystack Nation Studios, a.k.a. Dwayne's house. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we have a guest with us that is uh, over the phone. And we have um, uh, someone who's going to... Talk to us today about something uh, important that we should all have when it comes to, uh, you know, just uh, dealing with life situations. Uh, I think uh, we'll learn a lot today, Dwayne, don't you think? Absolutely. We're going to learn some stuff. And uh, we are going to have fun doing it. And we're going to introduce real quick uh, the two lovely ladies here in studio with us. Uh, We have Evanette Tadin. Say hi, Evanette. Hello. You can at least say hi. <laughs> and we have Vanessa Sias. Hi. And uh, we have Jim. Hola. Hola. Hola, Jim. Are we going to do this in Spanish? Because that would be amazing. Simon. <laughs> Simon. <laughs> you know, that's not actually Spanish, right? <laughs> um, so... Uh, so we've got the, the, the wives in here, uh, right, Dwayne? And I know you were super excited about this. You just could not wait to have uh, Evan and Vanessa join us because you always value their opinions and you think they're just funny yeah, yeah, and yeah, entertaining. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> they always bring a, a, you know, a great perspective to the table. You say that like almost um, you know, sarcastically, but I know you're not being sarcastic. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so Evanette and Vanessa are here, but they're very shy. They, 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 they hardly said anything. I mean, they barely said hi. They really put their mouth on the microphone and said anything. So this is going to be a problem, Dwayne. We can't have guests on our show that don't talk. Absolutely. So, uh, and they're very intimidated by this board that we have here in front of us, this, uh, you know, this production board. Yeah. I think they said they were intimidated because they didn't like the way they sound. Um, but you know. I don't even like the way I sound, but you sound great. Yeah, it's all good. You sound good, and uh, yeah, I think when you talk, it's magic. Magic <laughs> happens when you talk, Dwayne. Thank you. <laughs> and so, I don't know how we're going to involve them. Uh, I, I I want them to feel comfortable with this uh, with this podcast, but I want them to also say something from time to time. Jim, any ideas how we can involve the ladies? Um, maybe uh promise to cook them something special if they uh, talk. That will actually keep them very silent. Can we? (laughs) (laughs) They'll be like, I'm more than happy to not say anything. They usually talk more, right? When we're not uh, recording. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They're very opinionated. Um, But when we're recording, it's like, 
Maybe we need to record more often. Maybe we do. Maybe you can you can pretend that we're not recording. That's yeah. true. <laughs> well, th- that might work, except that there's this big red record button that's on and that they can see visibly. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I do want to involve them, and, and I'm, I'm going to put them on the spot right now. And they're not going to like this, but you know what? I'm going to do it. All I, all I want, and, and Dwayne, help, help me out here. All I really... All I want is for them to just, you know, say 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 something interesting about themselves. Oh, they said no. <laughs> favorite color, favorite food, favorite. Vanessa, why don't you go first? I think we should just move to the topic. How about that? This is gonna be this is gonna be difficult. I see how it's gonna be. Um, We're wasting Jim's time. I know, I know, I know, Jim. Okay, Jim. Um, I have all, I have all the time in the world. Thank you, Jim. It's very you kind. Know, I, I, I have I have an eight month old, so we have all the time in the world, <laughs> as you may can remember. And you just put him down, right? Uh, well, the wife is putting her putting him down. Okay. <laughs> so, so I have the time in the world. <laughs> Spoken like a true man. There. I will say that is a sad thing to say on a Saturday night. <laughs> oh. I have hey, all hey, the time and, in the and, world. <laughs> <laughs> And, and actually, guys, um, tonight we were supposed to, it's our five-year anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. So, well, well, thank you. It's been oh, five. So now they say something. <laughs> yeah, it's been five glorious years, and um, we're blessed. And we were going to go to a, a place. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, we were going to go uh, to this nice a resort for our for a weekend, but we decided to stay home and enjoy each other's company here in our uh, apartment. So yeah. yeah, happy five years to us. Yeah, enjoy lockdown life. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. That's. I mean, I'm I'm sorry that you had to you know celebrate your fifth anniversary, which is uh, kind of a nice milestone. But in, like in these kind of situ in this kind of uh, condition or situation that we're in, right? Um, yeah, but. It- Yep, but, but it's all about perspective, Jesse. You know, we're, we have a nice, comfortable place. We're, we're healthy, and we got the little baby here. So, Absolutely. You know, it, life is still good. Well, good, man. So um, we're going to talk a little bit today about uh, perspective. And uh, last time, uh, Jim, we were just talking. You, Dwayne, and I were just kind of having a conversation or whatever, and you were talking about uh, uh, what well, we were talking about, perspective and the importance of having uh, a certain mindset. And... Uh, so, you know, Dwayne, where do we leave off with that? I mean, you know, why, why, why is that something important that we need to well, consider talking about? Yeah, well, perspective is important because uh, I think it, it, it determines how people interact with uh, those around them, you know. Um, and, and, you know, the conversation we had last week was uh, we were talking about um, – you know, a conversation I was having with our friend Anna Marie about uh, mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Perspective. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she was talking about chores, right? And how sometimes we're like, oh, I have to do chores, right? But there's perspective, right? You can also look at it as like when you're having a full close, for example. That's the example she used. Uh, and she says, uh, why not say I get to fold clothes, which means that I have multiple you know, sets of clothing, you know, that's a blessing, right? So when you look at it that way, that chore doesn't become so much of a burden, right? So I think that's why it's important. Maybe that's what I need to do more of to make, get my chores done. 
<laughs> have a different mindset about them. Oh, I mean, another another way to look at that too is like I get to full clothes. That means that my hands work. That means that my limbs work. That you know, I take you know, you take that for granted, right? Because you can do so many things. But you know, say you didn't have the ability to do that, you know, folding clothes would probably be uh, a thrill, right? If you couldn't do all those things, so you know. Perspective does come in handy. I mean, it, it's it's something that I think is important to have in life. And if you don't have, I mean, everyone has a perspective, whether it's good or bad. You have a perspective, but it's 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 healthier to have a healthy perspective. And uh, Jim, what are your thoughts, man? I mean, when it comes to this uh, topic, especially in these days that we live in with everything going on, you know, what uh, what advice or what would you recommend? Um, in terms of how we approach things uh, with all the challenges that we have? Well, that's, a, that's a hard question. <laughs> I, 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 think I aim to go for hard <laughs> questions, Jim. I know, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think Jesse and Duane and uh, the two ladies over there, I, I, think, I think that's the hardest challenge that I think that people have to deal with and learn throughout their entire lives. You know, because... But I also think that when it comes to perspective, maturity, experiences in life, all uh, contribute, and our perspectives are really changing every single day. With each experiences, each year, each challenges, whether we like it or not, the way we view life and the way we view the world, and even the way we view our relationship with other people and even with God, changes. You know, and I think the the beautiful thing about what God has given us is that He has given us the ability to to have the free will to 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 change the way we see things in life. Yeah, you know, and I think that that's one thing. But there's definitely a lot of teachings out there, a lot of philosophies out there in the world, and even biblical teaching as we know fundamentals of how to see things the way god would see things and yeah. how the way he would want us to see things right. in the world and that's really what separates our vision our, the way we see the world to the way other people see the world who don't believe in jesus christ yeah and i mean i've had conversations with uh co-workers you know, uh, you know other people you know especially when it comes to a lot of the things that we're dealing with right now and 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 you can you can see the difference you know in their outlook you can see the difference in their mindset and you can tell you know how how they look at things versus how i might look at things of course you know because i have that perspective i have that mindset you know of looking at things through a spiritual lens or a spiritual filter right and then looking at things from god's word from god's perspective and so you 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 kind of see how the conversations go you kind of see also how people deal with things, you know, uh, on, on a day-to-day basis simply because of the outlook that they have or what, what, what they, how they interpret things. And, you know, for me um, personally, when I've had a lot of hardships, you know, like personal hardships, you, you know, you, you, really have to, you really have to think hard and, be, and make a conscious effort to say, how am I going to approach this situation or how am I going to look at things so that I can uh, be as healthy as possible, I guess, or manage the situation the best that I can? 
And if I don't have that, if I, if I lose, if I lose that, that, that mindset or I lose that perspective, that's going to help me get through it, then I would be lost. You know, I, I wouldn't be able to find my way through it. Um, how, how, how do we, as Christians, you know, how do we maintain that perspective? Because it, it, it is unnatural. It's not ordinary, right? I mean, our minds don't go to God. They don't go to Jesus. They don't go to Christ. They don't go to spiritual things. So how, how do we manage to keep our minds, our, fo- our focus, uh, you know, on, on, on spiritual things when the world is distracting us left and right? Asking me or the girls? Or... You know, at this point, just whoever wants to answer. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I'm kind of putting it out there for, you know, for, for any of you to, you know, comment or what, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, as, as believers, how, how, how do we get through it? You know, Jesse, I think, you know, when I was talking to you and Duane last week about some of the experiences that I've, I've had, I think that it's also a challenge. It's not just a challenge for uh, us believers, for those who are not believers, because I think what you, you mentioned, it's natural. I think naturally people just want to focus on the the good parts of life, right? Mm-hmm. We want to po- focus on, you know, our eyes are drawn to the, the good parts, the pretty parts, the, mm-hmm. the, symm- the symmetry of life you know, what we consider beautiful, you know, I think it's natural for our eyes, you know, whether spiritual or, 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 or non-spiritual, our eyes are drawn towards what looks nice and smooth. Whatever is attractive. But, you know, whatever's attractive, you know, and, mm. and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just say a little example here about my son, you know, we is he attractive? our boy. He's an attractive you know, little boy. I, we absolutely think he's cute, you know, and when we, <laughs> when he was born, you know, some of the comments that people say is that, oh, he's cute, you know, he's, he's perfect, you know, and that was one of the common people say on Facebook, oh, he's just so perfect. But, you know, it didn't take us very long to realize that he's not a perfect child, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't have the sleep, the perfect sleep pattern, you know, and all of this yeah. things, and he, he doesn't have the perfect health, but, you know, we still think that he's a beautiful child and still love him regardless of the imperfection of, 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 and the same way with Courtney and I, we're both imperfect parents. We don't, you know, we don't, we're learning, we make mistakes, but we still think that this whole parenting thing is a beautiful, you know, thing that we still absolutely love, you know, but we like to focus on the good parts of parenting, you know, the, the good parts, but to not, to also understand and take with the whole package the challenges, the imperfection, you know, that it's all one piece. And we still, you know. So, well, I mean, if, just to answer your question, yeah, go ahead. No, I would say if you're having trouble with perfection, Dwayne, talk to him. He's a master <laughs> of perfection. How so? You're just perfect. No, well, far from it, man. Well, well, a lot of people are perfected. about that. <laughs> Yeah, chime in on that, Evan. <laughs> it's the beauty of having your wife, your wife here. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, go ahead, Jim. <laughs> no, so so I think you know when you see, and I think that's the the difference between in the spiritual lens that you talked about. You know, like when you see parenting and even a childhood, yeah. you know that it's not a it's not a perfect experience. You know. 
there's challenges and it's imperfect, but yet it's a beautiful thing, you know, and you wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. So are, are you, so are, are you saying that, you know, in order to, as, as a Christian, would you say in order to persevere, endure, um, you know, because there is a lot of hardship, right, in our lives, yes. that part of persevering is, is, is looking at, at, at the good things about our spiritual life. Yes. And I think that's what the Bible shows us, right? The Bible and, and the story of Jesus and the redemption gives us a complete picture of the world. Yeah. It gives us a complete picture of the mess, of the sin, of the, of the destruction that the sin has cost us, but gives us a full bird's eye view, as you would say, of, of earth, of how God has the world still, and that it's absolutely beautiful. And I'm relating that to parenting. Because if all I focus on is the sleepless night, the unhealthy imperfection of my son's health, then I wouldn't see the big picture of, man, this is a beautiful experience. This is absolutely perfect, even though it's imperfect. Does that make sense? I guess when you see the world in the way the Bible lays it out, yeah. a complete picture. Yes, you see the absolutely beautiful things in this world. And you also see the the sin-filled world that's marred, that's 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 decayed, but at the same time you see it as a as a whole. You Does mentioned that makes sense. So, yeah, you 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 yeah. mentioned last week, uh, Jim, when we were talking to you about wasabi. <laughs> yeah, that, I did. You mentioned wasabi, right? Yeah, so I could I could mention that real quick as well. So actually, it's not. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know. Wasabi is not um, wasabi is that green stuff that, that you put in sushi, right? Yeah. Is it let really? Let me ask the girl. So white. Let, let me uh, ask the girl. Spicy stuff. It's so, spicy. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I thought so, it was a, yeah. philo- a philosophy. So yeah, something you eat. So, so Dude, why do you make, why do you let me make a fool of myself this way, Dwayne? <laughs> no, um, let me let me tell you guys. So in college. I uh, took this course called uh, Introduction or Basic Pottery Ceramic Making, right? Yes. In Southwestern. I still remember the teacher. It was one of the hardest classes I've ever taken. You know, the one where you sit. Pottery was the hardest class you ever took? It was one of the (laughs) hardest class I've ever taken in my life. All right. It was was a one-hour course, but I actually spent hours in that classroom because it was so hard. Just. I'm not kidding you. So you weren't cut out to be a potterer. Is that what you call it? A potterer? Oh, yeah. A potter. A potter. potter. (laughs) Anyhow, so so, uh, Mm. I would make these pieces, right? Potter. Potter, there you go. So I would make these pieces, and I would spend hours building, making this piece with this clay in my wheel by myself after hours. And after I was done with my piece, I would put it in this kiln. The kiln is like this oven temperature device that would heat up this, this clay and makes it hard and bake it and makes it into actual pottery and ceramic. Yeah. Anyhow, after I was done with that, I would take it out and I would see that this piece that I spent hours on and I realized I don't have the most finesse hands, you know, and my my bowl that's supposed to Don't tell to that to like your patients. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, my, my bowl that's supposed to look like a bowl looks more like a bucket. And, you know, <laughs> and anyhow, I would take it out of this kiln and it would have all these cracks on this on my piece. And I told myself, oh, man, I'm never going to pass this class. You know, and um, my teacher, she would she came up to me and she looked at my piece and she said, uh, Wally, actually, she called me Walrus. She said, Walrus, you know, that piece. And I said, I know it's horrible. Should I just throw it away? I know it's got a crack on it. It, it looks like a bucket, you know. I know I got an And I'm never going to pass. I'm never going to be a nurse, you know. I'm never, you know. It's, it's, it's over that, for so, me. It's a little, it's a little over dramatic, don't you think? I fail in life. <laughs> Man, my I, I, pop was like a bucket. I'm done. Yeah, so she told me, she was like, Wally, this piece, oh, Walrus, you, this, this piece that you have, and I said, yes, she says, this piece is, what's the word I'm looking for? She says, this piece is beautiful. And I said, are you kidding me? She says, no, your piece is beautiful. And I said, well, you must have a artistic eyes because I don't see a beautiful piece. And she, told, she taught me this philosophy that I still remember to this day. She says, Wally, have you ever heard of the Japanese ancient philosophy with their pottery ceramic making called wabi-sabi? Not wabi-sabi? So you were close, Jess. I was close. Wabi-sabi. I mean, wabi-sabi. Green sauce. I thought she meant, yeah, she meant wasabi. But she said wabi-sabi. And I said, no, I haven't. And she told me, well, with this philosophy, the ancient Japanese ceramic makers would actually sometimes put a deliberate flaw on their so-called perfect piece or the ones that come out of the kiln with cracks, they wouldn't throw it away. Actually, they would showcase it and they would consider those pieces as beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they would, it was the art of finding beauty with an imperfect piece. And um, understanding that That's the whole deep. piece has cracks in it, but it's beautiful. And that life it's not a perfect symmetrical life that we have. We have challenges, we have cracks, but yet we don't throw our lives away just like we wouldn't throw that piece away because our life is beautiful. Just like this piece, this wabi-sabi piece that I had was beautiful. So and, um, and yeah, so it was a, it was a deep thought and I said, wow. But you have to understand and learn that that philosophy to actually truly appreciate beauty. So did you get an A in that class? It sounds like class would be easy to get an A. I did get an A. <laughs> um, I did. After hours of, of actually, I I gotten better. You know, I, I, I joke about it. I struggled at the beginning, but I actually spent a lot of hours in that one hour course. And I actually ended up enjoying it. And I made actually a bunch of pieces and um yeah some of them are still there in southwestern um yeah what they're showcasing them or something well yeah they're, they're in the oh, closet <laughs> the closet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that has a mop bucket <laughs> no um the teacher kept one of my pieces. she 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 gave she gave us the option to take our pieces mm-hmm. but she asked me to keep one piece that she wanted to keep for the class so I don't know if it's still there, but um, Dr. Chadwick's wife was the name. And, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's still there or not. But she asked me, she said, Wally, can I keep this one piece for the class for the future? And I said, go ahead. So, Wow. But, 
we'll yeah. have to take a trip to Swahu and see if we can find that piece. It, it's a, a horse. Picture. It's a horse? It actually, yeah, it's it was a, a ceramic horse. of a horse. It's a Trojan yeah, horse? So, yeah. <laughs> I just made a horse. Oh, does it look like a horse? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe it looks like a dog or something. Or am I going to have to use oh. Wababasi to like figure it out? <laughs> Maybe it's an example thing. This is Wabi Sabi. So. Wabi Sabi. I need to remember that. Can you guys help me remember that? Wabi Sabi. Is it Wabi or Waba? Wabi Sabi. Wabi Sabi. Anyhow, Jason and uh, Jesse and Dwayne. So another spiritual, you know, that concept of actually uh, has a lot of spiritual uh, lessons to it too. Because really, to ap- appreciate the symmetry and the beauty, you have to have a little bit of practice and asymmetry mm-hmm. you know and for us when we see ourselves as flawed sinful people men and women we actually realize what true and perfect beauty and perfection is and that's yeah. jesus christ absolutely you know yeah. so without without our flaws without that crack or the challenges of life you can't appreciate true beauty it's almost like it goes hand to hand and to appreciate true perfection which is god we need to have something to compare it to. Correct. And that, yeah. that's us. That's deep, brother. Mm, it is. Well, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's something that, again, you know, in, in our spiritual lives, you know, we can see all the defects in ourselves, right? I mean, we get discouraged sometimes by see, lo- looking at ourselves and looking at our, our shortcomings, our failures, you know, and... And really, it's 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 Christ that gives us a spirit so that we can see the beauty, right? But not necessarily the beauty in us, but the beauty in what he's done for us, that he's, he restores us, right? That he can complete us. And if we didn't have, if we didn't have that balance, right? If, if all we saw was ourselves and our unworthiness and, 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 you know, what would happen is that we would become so proud, right? Because we wouldn't want to see all, all, all the defects, right? We'd become so proud that we would... You know, we would completely uh, ignore all those things, right? Because we were so proud, but we don't have to be proud, you know, because we know that God, Christ, has has loved us. He's died for us, and He's the one that can complete us. He's the one that can restore us. And and when we have that perspective and we have that mindset, then we're able to endure, you know, those hardships. We're, a- we're able to overcome our failures uh, because we know that He's the one that has helped us to overcome those things, you know. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I talked about this. I think it was last week we were at Kel- by the way, we were at Keller last week. I saw. Yeah. I we were <laughs> Dwayne, Dwayne was there. Uh, uh, we were there. Uh, Iguarans were there. Herrera, Rudy was there. It was like a reunion, man. We saw, we saw Ed, we saw, who else did we see? Um, uh, we saw Peter, Don- Donna, Donna, yeah, Donna, uh, Shug. It was like Peter, Maria, yeah. Uh, Maria, yeah. It was great. It was it was beautiful. Where were you? I was asleep. Yeah, you. I know you. You worked hard. You worked hard. Um, but it, it was it was it was interesting. So we were there last week, and and we talked, and I was talking about how you know it's uh, Christ makes this really interesting. Um, he makes this interesting command. It gives us this this instruction, right? He's talking to his disciples. He says, "Yeah, you got to carry your cross with you." And I thought that's a kind of a strange instruction, right? That that Jesus would ask us to carry our cross. You know, you got you got to bear your cross, and it's strange because why wouldn't he say, you know, drop off your cross, or why wouldn't he say, I'll carry it for you, you know? But he instructs us to to, to bear the cross, 
And I think the cross just reminds us. It's a it's a daily reminder of how broken we are, you know, and 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 that we're prone to have hardships in life. And Jesus kind of mm-hmm. by by telling us to carry our cross, bear our cross, he's he's acknowledging that we have hardships we have to confront. We we can't mm-hmm. hide from those hardships, right? But at the same time, we are able to endure and carry that cross because Christ carried his cross and because he was able to take it all the way to the end, right, and make that ultimate sacrifice for us. And so we don't have to be afraid of carrying our crosses because they are a reality. They are a part of our lives, you know, and he's acknowledging that. But he's also saying, but I've got a way for you to, to endure. I've got a way for you to carry it. You don't have to do it on your own. You don't have to do it by yourself. And it's, it's part of that, you know, again, part of that perspective. You know, we have these crosses, but if all we're looking at is, is that cross that we bear every day, then, yeah, we're going to get worn out. Yeah, we're going to get discouraged. We're going to get demoralized. But if we have that other perspective, right, like you're talking about, Jim, the, 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 the other side of that coin is the beauty of salvation. And, yeah, with that, with that in mind, I'll carry my cross, you know, wherever you want me to carry it. Yeah. And like we, we were talking about it too last week, right? Like uh, what's one of the most difficult questions that people like to ask Christians, you know? I asked you this last week. If God is so real for you, right? If God is so real for you, if God is real, why is there so many bad things in the world? Why does so many bad things happen? Why do so many bad things happen? You know, And so that, that's, as, again, the the reason that question gets asked is because people tend to look at that from a certain perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they've had a lot of, uh, you know, a, a, a run of bad luck or, or you know, they, they just constantly see bad things. But, um, you know, I, I can guarantee you not everything's bad in your life. And, you know, going back to perspective, if you look at it from the other direction, right, you can also say, well, the Bible says that for the wages of sin is death, right? Romans 6.23. Um, if that's the case, then why is there still so much good in the world? Why are we still even alive? You know, if that's the case for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Right. So, you know, if you tend to look at it from that way, we have a lot to be thankful for. Yeah. You know, so, um, I, I, I think just, you know, perspective is, is should play a big role in, in every, everyone's hearts and in everyone's lives, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, Because you you will just uh, face life likely in a in a more positive way, you know, when you have the right perspective. And and we do oftentimes need to pray for that perspective, because like you said, we're 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 imperfect to begin with, and we tend to err on the side of neg you know negativity. Yeah, you know that's just who we are. But um, yeah. So hey, uh, I'd like to say something. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Let, look, wait, hold on. Let me turn up the volume on Ebenette's uh, microphone. Which, which mic? Is she? Um, yeah. I think she's three. Go ahead. <laughs> so branching off from what Jim was talking about, parenting, and um, parenting is the greatest way to see God's love, right? Mm-hmm. And so a ba- little background, I work in the NICU. And so where babies are already kind of bo- born, not broken, but it's imperfect yeah definitely um you know delivery yeah so i always have to deal with moms that are very fragile and sensitive at the moment and it's like why can't my baby be normal Normal. and normal and 
perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. So there's always, I always have to show them a perspective, a different perspective for them to, a different perspective for them to, I don't know, celebrate their own baby. Yeah. Cause that would be hard. I mean, yeah. you know, I can't imagine as a parent having to go through that. So what, what have you found to be helpful? I mean, or, you know, what makes them more receptive? I always have to tell them to celebrate the little, little goals that mm-hmm. their babies like they may not reach the regular milestone of, you know, a, a normal, quote-unquote, normal baby would have. Mm-hmm. But just say, just celebrate, like, something small. Like, my baby ate five more meals today, or my baby looked and smiled at me today. Do, do you find that, you know, when, when you're able to, when they're able to see the small progress, the small goals, do you see that, do you find that they're a little more at ease, or they start to... They they start to Buy think about it, it yeah. because I tell them, you know what, it's like it's a journey mm-hmm. um, for them to get out of the NICU. And it's just, you have to take it a day at a time while you're over there. Yeah, yeah. Instead of seeing it in the whole picture, like, when can I get out of here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's, that's got to be hard. I mean, that's a good example of uh, uh, a situation where you have to have perspective. You have to really keep things in mind and... Because yeah. I can imagine as a parent, you know, you're dealing with the most vulnerable person in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not, they're not well. They could be unhealthy. And, I mean, I, that's, that, that, that's, a, that's a good example of a, of a, of a situation in a time where you really have to really think things through a lot and try to find, you know, something that, that can get you through it. I mean, I think so. Yeah, for sure. I don't know how you do that job every day or whenever you work. Whether it's every day or it, on the it weekends. is more rewarding than <laughs> than what it seems. Than what it yeah. seems, because yeah. when you do, um, let's say, like see a baby and you start out and you see them like at their most vulnerable, mm-hmm. it is more rewarding when you do see them leave and um, I don't know what you're doing there. Go ahead. I'm <laughs> trying to. I'm, 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 I'm trying to help. I'm trying to. Uh, work uh, your voice and make sudden, it sound a little better. Myself. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Silencing me. <laughs> <laughs> quiet, quiet. <laughs> oh, where did that come from? Sorry, wrong button. Hey, so in the NICU, I have a question. Sometimes babies don't make it out of the NICU. So yeah, that's how, true. How, what what perspective? What what perspective would would a would a parent take at that point? You know. I mean that that's. That's one of so, the hardest because I, I've had I, I've had parents where I've taken care of their babies and they don't make it. Um, it's I don't know I don't know what to say to yeah. them. I just all I can do is be there for them, like sit down, and sometimes all you have to do is just be silent. Yep. So so yeah so I, I was thinking like just like we were looking at at you know some people tend to look at the negative right. I guess one one positive way of approaching that situation would be like, you know, um, your baby was alive for, you know, sometimes they're there for a month, two months. Mm -hmm. And you can look at the positive in that. I thank God that he gave me my baby for two months. You know, it was a blessing, even though, uh, he or she may have struggled. The the fact, the very fact that something has life is a blessing, you know? And that, that's something to be thankful for. Um, yeah, and and grief is such uh, can become such a complicated thing, you know, grief and loss, you know, and 
and and I can understand the struggle of maintaining a perspective because sometimes you just don't know why. You just don't know why things happen. You just don't know. You don't have an answer. And from a spiritual standpoint, you know, someone that is really firm in their faith may be able to to be okay with that. But there are people that don't have that, and they're not okay with that. And sometimes, like you said, it's just a matter of being there and sitting with them and letting them grieve and letting them do what they need to do, you know, to get through that. Um, and, and so, yeah, you know, sometimes we can encourage, you know, with our faith, and sometimes it's just appropriate to be a presence. You know, and that's really all you can do. Uh, sometimes a perspective is just being there. So. Yeah, I don't really try to offer anything because I don't, I've never been in that situation. Yeah. So I can't empathize with them. Is that's, that's the word, right? You can empathize with them. You just can't relate I can't necessarily, relate. you know, to what they're going through, you know, with, at that point in time. Yeah. I've but, never been on that other side. But empathy is a good thing to have. You can yes. empathize with any situation. If you didn't have empathy, you, you would actually be a, a psychopath. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not a sociopath. You know, sociopaths don't have empathy. But you can have empathy. Right. But maybe the relatableness is not there, you know, because you haven't been in that situation. But I'm sure glad you're not a sociopath. <laughs> not that I know of, at least. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll plead the fifth. Hmm. <laughs> the secrets are coming out. Um. So... Anyway, man, Jim, thanks for, uh, you know, thanks for being here, man. Thanks for sharing your thoughts and listening, um, yeah. intently. Um, looks like you're, you're, you're really absorbing all the knowledge of these big brains in this room here. And you're just, that's right. No, the, the knowledge of these imperfect brains, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're, we're all just trying to make it through life, man. Just like well, I have a wabbabasi brain. So yeah, my, mine's like wabbabasi times 10. Some Japanese people are going to be like, these guys are... You know, it's just one of those... I, 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 I appreciate the philosophy because I think it's, it's, it's... I just don't know how to say it. I just... For, I, get, I can't remember the word. I can't remember, like... Yeah, just think wasabi, but wabi-sabi. Wabi-sabi. So wabi-sabi. And I, I wanted to add one, one thing about what you guys are saying there. Uh, I had a thought. Uh, you know, I, I sometimes I read these, these quotes you know, maybe like a bumper sticker or somewhere, at, at, or maybe I saw it from Facebook uh, or a quote, something that life doesn't get easier. You just get stronger. Meaning, and I took it, you know, that quote that the circumstances in life stays the same, you know, it's going to be challenging, you know, but you as a person get stronger mm -hmm. to deal with, the circumstances mm. and you know i, I kind of took it that way that you know sometimes we think oh if we take out this part if, this, we, if we don't have this problem or this problem then you know then i'll see things differently mm -hmm. or i'll be mm. i'll be a better person but it's an actual internal thing that life is still the same it's still just as hard you still carry that cross yeah. right the cross right. probably still weighs the exact same thing when god when jesus does carry a cross but the difference is you get stronger. Mm. You know, God gives you the strength to carry the cross. Yeah. You know, when you look at it that way, instead of an, an external circumstantial changes, mm -hmm. 
it becomes an internal change mm. that life doesn't get easier. You just get stronger. Yeah. Another, you know, another great example of perspective, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, 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 I can't, I can't give a credit for where I found that quote. But so, you, you know, like okay. I, the bumper I found, sticker. I found, <laughs> the car yeah, you were following behind. <laughs> How yeah, close were you somewhere. to this car you were following? <laughs> uh, I don't know. But it's a matter anyway. of perspective. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay, I've, so I've got a question. Now, now, you, now, now you've really got me wondering, Jim. How many people where you live have bumper stickers on their cars? Because last time we were talking, I think you said you saw another bumper sticker with another saying. So I'm wondering yeah. either people around your town have a lot of bumper stickers with very clever things to say, or you're looking online and actually researching bumper stickers. Which one is it? No, I don't know. No, I, I, I think, I think, I don't know. Maybe I'm not quite of a. I'm not really. A, I think those short bumper stickers, I think in a way, it's kind of a, a nice way to, to witness to people because, you know, people, our attention spans are short, you know, and you need something short like that to actually stick in your brain. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe, maybe I don't have a, uh, I'm not the, you know, I'm not that smart, <laughs> as that, but I can remember long passages, but I can remember a couple of, you know, sentences or uh a simple philosophy. You know, I'm just a simple guy, Jesse, I guess. That's, that's what I could say. I'm well, we, guy. We, we appreciate your simplicity, Jim. You're and, smart, man. And, you, and, you got an A in pottery. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, not anyone, not, any, not anyone can get an A in pottery. Yeah. That's a difficult course. Yeah. That's right. I have taken I mean, that I, I, course. Was it hard? Yes. It was hard? It was very hard. What did you make? I don't remember. Oh, it was that bad? Yeah. I thought it, it would be. It wasn't memorable. It wasn't memorable. I was not given that same. Hey, that could be a bu- that could be a bumper sticker. Hey, I got a name pottery, and then if someone pulls over to ask him, "Hey, what's that about?" He can tell him the story of. <laughs> there you go, Wabi Sabi. There you go. Let's just say I had this. I had Jim's this um, same exact teacher. Yeah. I did not get that same praise. Wow. <laughs> Must have been really bad. She Her, was like, she was like, wow, not even Wab, Wab, yeah. Wait, Wabi Sabi can fix this one. Yeah. I think what she told me was, <laughs> your brother was in my class. <laughs> he was. Pro- That's what I well, got. But you know what it was? You know what it was that made the impression on her is that she was probably thinking, no one in my class has ever sat for hours and hours trying to pass this thing. <laughs> I, and I'm not lying. I sat hours after class. She, to, she had pity on you, my friend. I think she, she was just like, whew. Yeah. yeah. And it's sad because I, I get an A in pottery and I get a B in basketball. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well. Right? There's no wabi-sabi there. That's there is not. That sometimes they're just reality and that's all there is, man. <laughs> Whether you make it in or, you know. <laughs> hey man well jim thanks thanks again we appreciate always your input we'll have you on you know again you know for sure and uh we appreciate just your your insight um you know your your faith uh, your spirituality just your friendship yeah and we we appreciate that and just thanks for being a part of this thank you thank you if i if i see any more bumper stickers i'll make sure i'll <laughs> Oh, yeah, bro. Sure. Well, we're we're yeah. we're we're, we're going to send you at some point in time. We're going to send you a T-shirt and a bumper sticker. Yes, Paystack Nation. A nice orange, big, sticky bumper sticker that once you put it on your car will never come off. <laughs> hey, <you know> what? <laughs> With a clever saying on it, we'll figure out what the clever saying is going to say. Any yeah. ideas? Bumper. May what this bumper is? sticker teach you something. <laughs> 
ask me about this bumper sticker. <laughs> Something. If you can see this bumper sticker, you're too close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, th- thanks, Jim. Good talking to you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Take care, man. You guys have a good Sabbath, and um, too. good to talk to you guys. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Next thanks. time. Next time we want to see the little boy. That's right. Yeah, he's sleeping right now. It's his bedtime, so uh, the wife and I can eat some um, pizza. Well, go go enjoy your your fifth anniversary. Enjoy your pizza. You deserve it. And you Thank know, you. embrace it, love it, and you know, just savor it. Every piece, every slice. You you, you you did get the uh, Beyond sausage. I was going to say Beyond sausage. No, no, we actually no, we got, got the we got the real stuff. That's what you said. We got the real. Where's Beyond sausage? What? No, we got the the pizza from Costco, the um, cauliflower pizza. There you go. Oh, that's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, you guys should try that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's made out of cauliflower. Yeah, cauliflower. we've tried that one. Yeah, I'm just kidding. So. It is good. Not not the one from Costco. I mean, the one that you usually get. We, we tried it right the other day. Yeah, yeah. the girls like it. Yeah, yeah we like I, we like it. You don't buy it from Costco. You buy it from like what Walmart, H E B. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So before Jim oh. goes, let me ask you one question. You became a parent this year. What is the number one thing you love about parenting? Remember. The number one thing that I know what? That you about love about parenting. parenting. Uh, there's a lot. Um, I love it when he's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That's the number one answer. Um, well, um, in, in all seriousness, one thing that I love is seeing all the milestones, like the progression of of my son, you know, from him being born, you know, to him taking his first two steps this week. In oh, eight yeah. months, almost nine, yeah, almost nine months, he took his first steps. Seeing the, actually witnessing the first two steps, I mean, it was, I, I can't explain that feeling. It's probably one of the best feelings I've ever had awesome. in my life. And, um, awesome. You know, just, just something like that, seeing, seeing him smile and, you know, um, and laugh, you know, the innocence in the child. Um, it's one thing, but lots of things that I love. So awesome. I'm yeah. glad to be part of the club. Yeah. One of those, know, so one I, of those things real quick is, uh, I think you can now understand a little more how God loves his children too, right? Oh yeah. It puts it a little oh, yeah. bit, uh, a little more into perspective, right? It's all about perspective. Yeah. Wabi sabi. Maybe I'll name my child that next. Your Wabi next Sabi. child, yeah. Wabi Sabi? Wabi Sabi I got, Bassett. Hey, I got it right. I got it right. <laughs> Good job, Jesse. Oh, Good man, job. I knew it was going to. I get an A. You get an A. A for effort. <laughs> hey, Jim. <laughs> Thanks for sharing your perspective, my friend, on Haystack Nation. Appreciate it. And speaking of, speaking of short attention spans, we've probably lost half our audience by now. So we're going to wrap <laughs> this one up. And we'll see everyone next time on another episode of Haystack Nation. Thanks, Jim, Evanette, Vanessa, Dwayne, and Jesse. We're out.